Lord, we come as one to lift up the Son Jesus. He said that if he be lifted up, that he would draw all men unto him. So here we are right now. We're going to go ahead on and get started our devotional service, and we pray that you all will just join in with us and let us have a marvelous Holy Ghost good time in the name of our Lord and Savior on this Palm Sunday. Amen. Jesus on the mainland, tell him what you want. Oh, Jesus on the mainland, tell him what you want. Jesus on the mainland, tell him what you want. You want to call him
faithful servants pray my calling to fulfill. Yes, Lord. 
in the name of Jesus. Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. Knowing, oh, heaven and Father, that you've got all power yes. in your hand. Thank you, Lord. And that you can do everything but fail. Yes. Lord God, blessed is only you can bless. Yes, Father. Saved is only you can save. Oh, yes. Healed, yes, yes, Lord. Lord God, we come leading and attending this evening. On you. On your almighty word. Yes, Lord. Knowing that you've got all power in your hand. Yes. Lord God, thank you this morning. Thank you. Thanking you for the shepherd, Lord. Yes. That you praise the Lord this block. Yes. Lord, give him a word this morning. Yes, Father. Lord, give him a word for your people. Lord, let us hear from you this morning. Yes, Lord. Some of us standing in need of one thing, Lord. Some of us standing in need of another. Yes. But whatsoever we need, Lord, you, you got, got it. it. You got it, Father. Lord, you got your medicine. Yes. And then here we come. Yes, Lord. To fill all our prescriptions. Yes. Lord God, have your way. Right now, Father. Have your way in the life of your children, Lord. Yes. Let your will be done. Please, Not our will, Lord, but your will be done. Yes. And everything will be all right. Yes. Oh, God, we just want to thank you. Thank you, Lord. We just want to praise you, Lord. Yes, we Lord. We just want to lift you up and help you all the way. Yes. Thank you for your sunshine and your rain. Yes. Lord God, you've been so good. Truly. Lord God, you've been better to us than we could ever. Yes. Be to our own yes. selves. Yeah. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for going before us, Lord. Yeah. Making the crooked way straight. Yes. And the one that you got on top in your Yes, hand. Lord. Have your way, Lord. Please, Lord. Have your way in the yeah. life of your children this morning. Yeah. You know us all, Lord God, name by name, yes. house by house, yes, Lord. Lord. You know our uprising, you know our downfalling. Yes. Lord God, you know what we're going out, you know what we're coming in. Yes. Have your way, Lord. Not our will, Lord. Your will. Your will, Lord. Yes. Your will be done. Yes. And everything will be all right. Oh, yes. Lord God, we'll be so careful to give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise. Because yes. you're so worthy. Yes. We pray and we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Come by hell, Lord. Come by hell. Come by hell, Lord. Come by hell. Come by hell, my Lord.
will now turn the remainder of the service over to the head.
who died on the cross. His blood cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So now we stand before you, O oh Father God. Ask that you just do what you currently said you would do. We ask, O oh God, that you would just move by your spirit on the lives of your people. Father God, break the spiritual struggle that's going on in the lives of your people right now. Father God, back Satan up right now. We plead the blood of Jesus against him right now in the name of Jesus. Everything that's not like you, Father God, we ask that you just break it and destroy it right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, it was thinking, it was our actions, it was our mindset. Change it right now in the name of Jesus. We submit ourselves to you, oh Father God, to have your way, your will, and do what you want to do, what you have created us to do. We ask you to do that right now. Father God, right now, we are weak and you are strong. When we should go right, we go left. Father God, we ask that you would lead us on our steps in your word. And when we fall down, oh Father God, we ask you to pick us up. Restore us the joy of our salvation. Know that you can forgive us 70 times, 70 you take our sins and throw them as far as the east is to the west. Encourage your people, oh Father God. Stir up the gift that's on the inside of them right now in the name of Jesus. Take us back. Oh God, to what we first received, when we were really excited about you, oh Father God. Father God, right now, give us the joy that we speak with joy that the world did not give to us. We thank you, oh Father God, for all things great and all things small right now. We thank you for the valley points in our life. We thank you for the mountaintop experiences. Father God, through it all, God, through it all. You brought us, Father God, you kept us. And we are not ungrateful. We thank you for it. We thank you for a reasonable portion of our health. You woke us this morning in our right minds. Father God, right now, we thank you for that. Father God, right now, we ask you, someone in that need you for one thing and someone need you for another. Bless your people. Right now, meet them at their need. Someone here, Father God, they meant to your sanctuary, even though your body's not well. They still made to your sanctuary, Father God, because they know the power that you have in your hand. Father God, move on their behalf right now. Move on those, Father God, that are not in our presence, that had a desire to be here. Have your way, Father God. Work it out, Jesus. Fix it, Jesus. Fix it like you said you would. You said you would fix it. You're a bomb in here. You're a Jehovah Jireh right now. Father God, continue to meet us in every need. Open every door that needs to be opened. Close every door that needs to be closed. Be a bomb in here, Father God. Be a Jehovah Jireh, Father God. And be a battle axe in the time of the battle. We thank you right now for it. Have your way in the life of New Jerusalem, Father God. Help us to stay faithful when it looks like we are not to be. Help us be faithful, Father God, and continue to hold on to your hand. We thank you right now in advance of what you're about to do. Give us a spirit of thankfulness in the midst of our struggle, in the midst of our mess. Give us a spirit to be thankful so we thank you in spite of what the odds look like. We thank you right now. We claim the victory right now. In the mighty and majestic name of your son called Jesus, we thank you. And everyone that hear it on the side of my voice, say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Put your hand in God and hand clap.
our Palm Sunday and Communion Sunday worship service. We are so glad you're here. And thank God for being in the number one more time. This morning, following the morning message, the Lord's Supper will be served. So please prepare your hearts to partake. A few of our young people will be participating the Seaboard and other associations, youth departments across the state of Florida in the opening night musical of Florida General Baptist Convention annual session on tomorrow evening. This event will be held at the Doubletree Hotel and Convention Center at 7 p.m. We would like to take this time to thank Directress Angela Brown and the parents who are supporting our children, and we ask your prayers as well of the entire church for a successful performance. On next Sunday, our youth uh, department, under the direction also of Sister Brown, will present their presentation of Christ's death, burial, and resurrection during the Sunday school hour at 10 a.m. And we are inviting and requesting that all our members come in at 10 o'clock next week, next Sunday, to support our young people again. Let us continue to pray for Brother uh, Isaiah, who's still in the hospital. We want to keep in prayer for Peter Johnson. Also, Mother Irene and President Amy Greer, who are traveling back from Georgia after funeralizing a family member. And we continue to pray for Sister Furlow, who will be having eye surgery soon. And along with all our sick shut-ins and bereaved. This concludes my announcements for today. Please govern yourselves accordingly. Back into the hands of the God be the glory for all the great things he has done. This is Palm Sunday. Amen. We thank God the day that Jesus rolled into New into Jerusalem. I was about to say New Jerusalem. <laughs> he, he, he rolled in there once we got in here. Even pastor made a funny out of everything. Amen. This is Palm Sunday, significant, significant time in the life of the Christian church. Okay? We go into what many may call the Holy Week next week. But we'll be celebrating the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus our Christ. Amen? Amen. But this is the beginning of those events that led him to that. The Palm Sunday, when he uh, rolled into the city, all those who say Hosanna, Hosanna, will say, people say, crucify him. God. Crucify him. It's all part of God's plan. Amen. So we ought to take the, the tradition that we have palm branches. Some ministries during this time they have a procession or they march around the block and they have their palm branches. We brought our palm branches in here and we are still recognizing that it's a significant time in the life of the church. Amen. Amen. Coming yourselves according to all the announcements as you see the Bible said that we'll be in convention. This week coming, amen. And pray God for a successful uh, presentation, uh, performance for our children. And uh, we also pray God for a successful convention, amen. Because there will also be voting going on. And God says to say, we'll have a new president. And, uh, and the president will be uh, Dr. Reverend Dr. Carter Carl Johnson. We'll have a successful convention. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, continue to pray for each and every one here in, in New Jerusalem. Uh, you see Brother Isaiah is in, in studying the 
hospital. Can't keep him in prayer. Amen. I was able to talk to Mother Thomas. She, they, they didn't make it safe for him to head him back. We made it up to save him to head him back. So I didn't talk to, to them. Amen. So this command can take place for each other. All right. God is still in control of all things. I know too much about it. Nothing, nothing that happens or goes on can make me doubt it. I can get upset about it, which I do sometimes because I'm mad at the devil anyway, so I'm going to get upset about him to him. But guess what? I am upset at my Jesus because he's in control. He's the master of our affairs. Amen? He's the master of our affairs. He's still on the, he's still on the conductor's podium conducting our lives. It may seem like something get out of beat, but Jesus knows when he's made the right home go at the right time. Can I get a witness up here? I'm a little witness that he's all good to me. He's good all the time, and I have no reason to be upset about what's going on. And that does not mean that everything is all good, right? Amen. We want you to invite someone also to resurrection service next Sunday. We can plan to have a grand time in the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Anybody that's from the sanctuary the first time today? Hmm, I don't think so. I can, I can believe it or not. I can see all the way back there to Susanna standing up. His eyes were too good to think, Brother Aiden. It sure me is. And it seems like everybody's back home. So y'all need to put a smile on your face there. What's going on? Come on now. Amen. God is good. Amen? All the time. So good to see you right back in the sanctuary. Now, it's offering time. What? I said it's offering time. Y'all want me to stop church? You gotta go and get some coffee for y'all. Huh? Amen. 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 I mess with you, but you need to pick it up. When you, when you, when you feel like we all have had a long week. A lot of stuff happened this week. God has kept us from Sunday to Sunday once again, right? Yes. Or he didn't have to do that. So even when we don't feel that, the Bible said Jesus reached way down to pick me up. He reached way down to pick me up. Yes, so whenever you don't feel like saying a hallelujah, say it anyhow. Say it anyhow. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's this often in advance that you know that God, we can't be God given and dictated that we ought to bring tithe into the storehouse. Amen? And we know what God said he would do for us because of that. Let us bless us often in advance. Oh, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we want to say thank you. We want to say thank you for this opportunity to give to you, Father God, back what you have given to us. Father God, we know what you said in your word. You said you would open up the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing that we cannot receive. And we thank you for that. We thank you for rebuking the vow for our sake. Father God, we thank you for still orchestrating the affairs in our lives. We know that you heard our prayer. We'll be able to go ask them for it, wait before we ask for it. So, Father God, move by your spirit now. Bless this offering, Father God. Move the spirit of poverty and failure out of the lives of your people right now. Bless your people, Father God, above and beyond. Return whatever they give to you, Father God, back, sevenfold, pressed down, shaking your line, running over. If you do these few and some things, oh, Father God, we'd be so careful you all honor the praise and the glory. And all who love the Lord say, Amen. Church brand stand from the back.
Certainly, the Lord is good, and His grace is truly amazing. Thank God for the opportunity once again to stand and say a word. Thankful to our pastor and this church for being here to help me today. <laughs> I want to call your attention to the gospel as recorded by John chapter 12. I want to speak from verses, I think, one through uh, at least down to 16. <clears throat> but I will read just a few verses from the New King James Version, beginning at verse 12. The next day, a great multitude that had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Thankful for all of you here today, and as I've already said, acknowledging our pastor, our officers, and members. Now this is my wife, Sister Jenkins, always by my side. I want to reason with you for a few moments today with the subject. Jesus' final week of his earthly ministry. Jesus' final week of his earthly ministry. And if I was going to use a subtitle, it would be the week before our Lord's death. today, the anointing by Mary. This is chapter 12, verses 1 through 8. 
you know, going to Barbaric, which was really the preparation for his burial. Point number two, Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. Chapter 12, verses 9 through 19. And three, the Greeks request to meet with Jesus. That's actually chapter 12, verses 20 through 26. Many so-called scholars and writers refer to this entry into Jerusalem as the triumphal entry. But I, I do not call it the triumphal entry. It was really the royal entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. Uh, some scholars will use the word the triumphal entry, which is really not demonstrated by what Jesus did. Because in the Roman world, uh, when a general had won a battle or had made a conquest, he would ride in on a white horse and he would be hailed and supported by his constituents. But you notice that I say this is the royal entry into Jerusalem because this had been prophesied by Zechariah chapter 9 verse 9 it says that your king would ride in to Jerusalem on a coat or on a donkey. But he didn't ride in on a horse, did he? One gospel writer, and I believe it was Matthews that said he rode in on a coat or an ass on the fold of a coat or the fold of a donkey, F-O-A-L, which is really uh, an animal from the horse family that's about a year or less old. Jesus showed his humility even though the scripture said the king and he was in fact, and is the king. But he showed his humility in accordance with the prophecy by riding in on a donkey rather than a horse. Six days before the Passover, Jesus gave a time marker telling us this was the last week 
between the death and burial of himself. Almost half of John's gospel is given to this last week. That shows the significance or the great importance of this. All right. Jesus, according to, if you look at the composite of all of the gospel writers, he journeyed from Jericho. From Jericho on up to Bethany on the eastern slope of the Mount of Olives. From Jericho to Bethany, where Mary, Martha, and Lazarus lived, there were still people, particularly the Pharisees, that was still upset about Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. They would even come to the feast angry, if you will. And they had decided after Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, they began to plot to kill him. Religious leaders claimed they knew the word. At Bethany, they made him suffer less than a week before his crucifixion, probably in celebration of Lazarus' resurrection from the dead. Martha served, Matthew 26 and 6 says, Mark 14 and 3, Mary and Lazarus were there. Mary anoints the feet of Jesus, which denotes her humility and, of course, her devotion to the Lord and Savior. caravan moved from Bethany to Jerusalem near a small town on the slope of the Mount of Olives called Bethany. It was there that Jesus would tell two of his disciples to go into the village nearby to find a coat that was tied that had already been prophesied by Zechariah chapter 9. It would be tied in a village. Matthew records that two men to bring the mother of the coat as well. Mark and Luke focus on the coat that Jesus would ride into Jerusalem. Zechariah chapter 9 also mentions that the coat had never been written before. Behold, 
your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation lowly and riding on a donkey. A coat, the fold of the donkey. This was the royal entry into Jerusalem. And as I just read, palm branches. What's the significance of the palm branches? Palm branches were symbolic of the nationalization of the nation of Israel. That's why they would bring down the branches from the palm trees and place them in the pathway that Jesus would ride in. They went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna! This is taken from Psalm 118. Verses 25 and 26. It means save now. Hosanna, save now. They're crying out to the king. All of them didn't really believe what they were saying, but what they were really saying was what was written in the word. That he would die. That he would be resurrected. That he would save all who would receive him. By faith. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Then Jesus, when he had found a young colt, sat on it. He came in peace, not as a warrior. The crowd. Looked upon Jesus as a national leader. But they really didn't understand the deliverance that Jesus would do, and some people don't understand it today. They thought that he would deliver them from the tyranny of Rome and set up his kingdom on earth at that time. They didn't really realize that he came as the Savior of the world. On one occasion, uh, let me go a little bit further. The Pharisees, therefore, said among themselves, you see, you're not accomplishing nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. This was a prophetic statement, although they didn't really understand what they were saying. It's similar to what the high priest Caiaphas had said. 
who was priest that year that Jesus died, said to them, you know nothing at all, nor do you understand it is better for you that one man should die for the people, not that the whole nation should perish. Caiaphas said that. That was in John chapter 11, verses 49 and 50. He said it was better for one man to die than the whole world to perish. But he didn't know what he was saying. Because only one man was fit to stand in the gap. We cry about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they were great men, but they weren't fit to go to Calvary. Jesus went to pay a debt that he didn't know. Caiaphas are not thinking in accordance with the spirit, but in accordance with the flesh. So, from that day on, that Caiaphas made the statement, they made plans to put him to death. Didn't they know who Jesus was? No, they did not. And I sometimes think today as we move on in the church and in this ministry to see how the world is going mad. And we ask ourselves the question, don't they know who Jesus is? Even plots and schemes that are made in the church and in conventions I asked the question, don't they know that Jesus died? He did die. But he got up. One of my brothers uh, is dead now. He used to talk about people. And he was talking about all of us, even himself. He says, people plot and do things. They just got by. They didn't get away. Even those that would pierce him just got by. He used Satan and them to carry out his will and his purpose that he might die for you and I. Oh, praise his holy name. The people believed that since Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, surely he was able to deliver them from Rome. The yoke of Caesar. Interesting that the Greeks would come to meet Jesus. Now there were certain Greeks who came up to worship at the feast. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida of Galilee, and asked him, saying, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Isn't that interesting? The Jews had rejected him, but here we have uh, uh, Greeks coming to 
want to see Jesus. Philip came and told Andrew. Andrew in turn Andrew and Philip told Jesus. But he, Jesus, answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man be glorified. On many occasions, even when his own brothers didn't believe him, I hear him saying, my time is not yet. But now he's saying the hour has come that the Son of Man be glorified. Isn't it amazing that he and the Father would be glorified through his death? The Greek which represented Gentiles Seem to urge in the climax evidence that his mission had reached its climax. That he is now to die for the world, which included the Gentiles. Jesus would respond to those seeking him after the cross. The hour had come, he said. Yes, the Pharisees were upset over Jesus responding to the people when they cried out. But I heard him say in the word that even if these people didn't cry out, the rocks would cry. Yes, he came to bring to fruition what the scripture has said. He came to die for the sins of all of the world. Yeah, I remember. When a man went up to sacrifice his only son, and when he drew the knife back, there was a ram tied in the bush, and the Lord God stopped him. This was symbolic of the pastoral lamb. This was to say that as written in the Old Testament and in the book of Hebrews all of the bulls and the goats weren't good enough to die for the sins of the world. They were just coverings until Jesus went to Calvary. Do you know who Jesus is? Do you know that he died? 
Yes, but I want to emphasize that the real trials for entry were not in John chapter 12 when he marched into Jerusalem. The real triumphal entry is recorded in the book of Revelation. He said, time is coming when Jesus will make a true triumphal entry. Not just a royal entry. Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 through 21. Yes, uh, this is different from the, the man who rode upon the white horse in the first part of Revelation uh, because he said he would ride uh, upon a white horse and he would come conquering that he had a bow but the bow didn't have any arrows. This was saying that this was not Jesus. This was the Antichrist. But in Revelation chapter 19, help me say it, what he said, then I saw heaven open. Behold a white horse, the one sitting on it, uh, called faithful and true. And in righteousness, uh, he judges and makes war. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and on his head uh, a many diadems, uh, which is symbolic of crowns. Uh, and he has a name uh, written that no one knows but himself. Uh, he is called uh, the Word of God, uh, King of Kings, uh, and Lord of Lords. Uh, this is his uh, second coming. Uh, this is not uh, just when he came uh, the first time. Uh, this is not uh, the time uh, that we speak so far uh, that he conquered death. Uh, yes, uh, this is uh, the new creation. Uh, this is the time uh, when they'll crown him uh, Lord of Lords, uh, King of Kings. Uh, do you know him today? Uh, have you tried him? Uh, yes! This is the eternal state. This is after he had already set up his kingdom on earth. This is after Satan had been bound. And for a thousand years there would be peace. This is after that. Isaiah talks about that millennium time, that thousand years, animals wouldn't be ferocious anymore. And a child, Isaiah said, would be able to play over the hole of a cobra. That would be fruition of the song, said there would be peace in the valley. This is after Satan had been loosed. This is after he had committed 
of performing a counterfeit miracle. Because the beast would be slain and Satan would make it look like he brought him back alive again. This is indicative of the power that God allowed Satan to have. He was an anointed cherub. But he wasn't satisfied. He was jealous. He wanted to be God. Some people want to be God today. He said, I would have set my kingdom beyond the most high. In Isaiah's writing. But Jesus would defeat him. He would defeat the dragon. He would defeat the harlot and the false religious system that Revelation writes about. And he will make that triumphal entry into Jerusalem. They'll crown him. We'll be able to live in a city built on 12 foundations. Did you hear what I said? We'll be able to live in a city built on 12 foundations. Gates of prayer. Streets of gold. I don't know how much of this is symbolic and how much it would be real, but it's fascinating when you think of living in a city where there won't be any more crime. No more dying. There'll be a tree on either side of the river. And the leaves will be good for the healing of the nations. You might say, why would there be healing in heaven? Won't be healing. That word healing means therapeutic, health giving. Yes, sir. Joy, peace, life forever. Yes!
They said to him, Where do you want us to prepare? Yes. He said, Behold, when you have entered the city, a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water. Yes. Follow him into the house that he shall enter. Mm -hmm. And say, The teacher says, Where is the guest chamber that I made the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large furnace upper room. They'll make ready. So they went and found it as he had said. And when the evening was come, he sat down with the twelve apostles with him. He said, with fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. But I will no longer eat of it until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God.
our Lord's body. supper was ended, the word says they sung a hymn. Jesus and his disciples went out of the eastern gate of Jerusalem. Cross through Kidron, through the Kidron Valley and on up to the Garden of Gethsemane, where he wrestled with the powers of darkness. I can hear him saying, if this cup pass from me, nevertheless, not my will, thine will be done. Judas would come with his friends and betray the Lord and Savior with a kiss. Peter would cut off the ear of a servant. Jesus would place the ear back in its place. Let him know this was not a time for violence, but a time when he would go to die for peace and reconciliation. It carried him from judgment hall to judgment hall. The disciples, Peter in particular, followed him away off. Even denied the Christ. Hmm warmed himself at the enemy's fire, not knowing or partially understanding what he had done, that he would weep, but Jesus would restore him because Jesus knew that Peter believed in him. Peter even believed that if all of the other disciples deserted Jesus, that he would stand with him. But he was weaker. 
than he thought he was. And many of us are still weaker than we think we are. But we can always say that Christ is sufficient. Yes, yes. But not only did he die, but he got up from the grave. Brought to fruition all of the lamb and the bull and the goat and the whole sacrificial system that had taken place. He died. Fulfilled all of that. Aren't you glad? Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Aren't you glad? Thank you, Lord.
fallen and present us faultless before his exceeding grace. May there be dominion and power both now and forevermore. And let the church say, God has spoken. God has spoken.